Inflation is continuing to be a highly discussed topic in the United States as the November Consumer Price Index reached 6.8%. Many Americans are waking up to see that they truly are affected by inflation in some way as 37% of Yahoo News YouGov survey respondents said they have had inflation impact them in a great way while 40% have had some impact. Nonetheless, inflation is here, and until we can get this high demand of spending under control, we will continue to see inflation, affecting the cost of goods and services that truly we all need. In this episode, I do want to discuss a few simple things that you can do to ensure that you come out of this inflationary period better than those that do nothing. Here we go. Welcome to the Financial Mirror. Financial Mirror. Where future success is reflected in our knowledge of fixing the one thing we can control ourselves. Hey, what is going on? Hopefully, everyone is having a truly, truly great weekend. Uh, hope that everyone is done with with all their Christmas shopping. It's it's. I know for me, uh, I've been struggling just just driving around, you know, because people are getting some of that last minute shopping in, uh, and that can make it tough, you know, for people that are just want to do normal things like hikes and runs and beaches and whatever else. Um, uh, leisure activity that you're into. Uh, but with so much from from planning uh, to actually go out and travel or, or, or if you are planning events with your family or whatnot, uh, I'm sure that you are going to catch some of the current news is out there of what is going on with inflation, uh, whether you catch it in passing or if you are actively involved in, in trying to keep up with everything that is going on with inflation. Um, I've always said I want the financial mirror to not just be about helping you achieve personal finance goals, but also to keep you up to date on what's currently going on all around you in the economy, uh, any kind of updates to, to personal finance news or things that you should know. I want to be here to also give those type of those type of episodes as well. And that's what this one's going to be all about. Uh, this one is going to help you be better informed when you're making decisions on truly what is best for you as inflation is continuing to rise and we've seen it continue to rise for uh, months on end now and I, I and I do see it in the foreseeable future uh, to to continue at least until you know, we start to see a couple of, of the Federal Reserve making some some changes uh, we will start we'll continue to see some some inflationary rising going on so about six months ago uh, inflation was just starting to be discussed heavily and that was because back then the consumer price index hits five pretty much five percent right uh, and that was back around uh, May June time frame uh, back then you know it was huge because we first got above five percent uh, and it was the most in a 12-month period since 2008, right? So you think back, historically, uh, pretty good economy. Uh, America has had a pretty good economy, uh, all in all. Uh, but then you look back to 2008, 
and you start to see that that you know we we had some some inflationary period back then and so this back in may of this year 2021 uh we were getting to those type of levels right well we're now in december and december 2021 and we're getting more data coming in well now uh, as of the november information we have hit 6.8%. 6.8%. So people were flipping out at 5%, right? Uh, well, now we're at 6.8%. And this is over a 12-month period. And this is now the most since 1982. So, you know, we're looking uh, 40 years almost back uh, of of these not seeing these type of numbers show up. So there there's a problem. Uh, for many people, I think that they're just now truly starting to see uh, that their money is just not getting them as much as it as it once was, and I did an episode back in in that that May June time frame, uh, and it really went over a lot of the basics of what inflation was and what to look for. Um, and if you want to get that type of detailed understanding about actually the you know what inflation is, uh, please go back and watch and listen to that episode because this isn't going to be an episode. I'm, I'm not going to go super in detail about what inflation is, uh, but I'll put a link in the description to what to that previous video, and I think that will give you some some good knowledge on what actually inflation is. Uh, instead, I, this episode I wanted to ensure that you know more about what the Fed uh, Federal Reserve just announced, and more importantly really how you can expect this to affect you in the in the near future right so and understanding this will is going to help you uh, determine which course of action you should take so that you can win at this personal finance game right most people are going to sit around and they're going to complain um, you're going to hear them upset about inflation and as much as I want to complain um, and 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 talk about it, I'm not going to do that. And more importantly, I don't think that you should do that. Instead, I, I do want to equip you with some knowledge so that you can go out and, and make some some logical changes in your life uh, and you can win in this short-term inevitable cost of inflation uh, that, that we're going to see. Uh, so I, I think that that's sort of where I wanted this episode to, to turn to. Uh, I did throw up a... a a quick demonstration. If you're watching this live, you can see uh, this is a very good brief explanation of how sort of inflation works and what inflation is. And this is about all I'm going to give you in terms of in this episode, in terms of the, a detailed description. But you can see how from 1970 to 2020, this is just looking at a basic price of a cup of coffee over time. You can see how that's changed, right? From 25 cents in 1970 to in 2020, a cup of coffee is costing $1.59. And we're strictly talking like cup of coffee. Starbucks didn't exist in 1970. So um, actually, I don't, I don't even know when Starbucks actually became a, a company in all honesty, but uh, I, I'm going out on a limb and saying that they didn't exist in 1970. Uh, however, you know, it, it's, it's, you can see how inflation affects pricing, right? Pricing is going to inflate uh, depending on, on on that inflationary rate, right? So, uh, without further ado, we're going to jump into this and and sort of give you a, first off a background of what's going on. 
Hey, if you're enjoying the podcast today and you have a genius idea that you want to share with the world, Anchor is going to be the easiest way for you to make that podcast a reality. First, it's free. When you're thinking about your finances, free is always good. Second, save your money. You really don't need professional software to get started. Anchor's tools help you create and then edit that podcast right from your mobile phone or computer. Anchor's then going to help you by distributing that podcast to all the major podcast applications, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more. You can then easily make money for your podcast. No minimum listenership is required. So Anchor obviously is everything that you need to make your podcast dream come true. I use Anchor to distribute out my podcast and so should you. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Once again, don't wait. Do it today. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor, that's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. So first and foremost, um, I'm probably not the first to say this, uh, but I'm sure you are seeing tons of prices going up all around you. Uh, I know I've been seeing prices increasing around me, and this could be your grocery store trips. This could be your trips to the gas station. Uh, this could be your utilities. This could be if you've bought a, a vehicle recently, if, if you've, you know, if you've bought clothes recently, um, Christmas uh, might have been more expensive. More importantly, you're you're gonna see prices increasing, right? And and that that is inflation. That is 100% inflation. And you know, I know I've been seeing it personally. Uh, I've I've seen the price of gas r- rising rapidly. I've seen uh, that that the price of meats and and poultry increasing, and and that can be tough, right? Uh, if, if gas is increasing in price, that can be tough because the simple fact of of prices and gas going up can make it more expensive for you just to be able to commute to work so that you can go ahead and, and make your income, right? And that, that's that's a, a huge part of how you're paying your bills is through that income. So if the price of gas is increasing, you're now limiting your buying power for that month. Uh, if you're not able to to get to work or, or if it's costing you more to get to work, you're, you're now decreasing your income because you have a higher expense now going out for your fuel for the month. Uh, but to put this all in perspective, what I want you to think about is this. Think about your income at your job is staying the same, right? Like you're, you're not making more money. And this is not saying you just got a promotion last week. I'm saying in general, your job staying the same. You're making the same amount of money. However, what you are being asked for now after you know inflation is continuing to rise, you're being asked to pay more for the same goods that you were already getting. So if you look at your budget... Uh, you can all those things that you are already paying for, you're now going to pay more for, right? And this is the easiest way to view what's going on. 100% easiest way. Same amount of money coming in each month, uh, but it's just not going to go as far. And this is tough for any family, especially those that are going through, you know, any kind of uh, debt payoff. Uh, if they're paying off debt and they're, they're working through that, that can make it tough because you're not able to put as much toward debt anymore because, you know, your groceries are costing more, your gas is costing more, all these things are costing more. Or if you were already barely getting by, living paycheck, paycheck to paycheck, that's going to have a impact on how how much you're going to have to, to continue to, to try to, to try to better your financial situation. So you've, you've, everyone's going to get impacted in some way, shape, form, or fashion. Uh, so what is being done to try to combat this? Well, this is the part 
that the recent Fed announcement discussed, the most important thing they're discussing is they're going to increase interest rates. So what that means to you is that they're looking at doing three rate increases over the next year, but why are they doing it? And what it means to you is first off, when rates increase, that helps uh, slow down spending, right? People are not spending as much when, when there's higher interest rates on things, people may not be buying as many cars, buying as many houses, buying as many of whatever, uh, credit card interest rates increasing, you know, whatever, whatever interest rates out there, those are increasing. That's going to help slow down spending. And, and truthfully, that's what's needed. We need people to stop, stop spending so much money, uh, because of the simple fact that by people spending, they're they're increasing the demand for these items, right? Uh, with all the stimulus money that was given out, many people have have or had extra money, and they spent more, right? And that that high higher demand created some supply problems. It, it created a, a lot of issues. Uh, you know, there's, there's a ton of things out there. The, the economy is, 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 is a little shaken, right? Everything's a little shaken. Uh, but when our interest rates start to go up, it makes it more difficult for those people to spend. And this, because of this, people will, the interest rates go up, people are going to spend less. So your demand is going to decrease and that's going to help bring costs back down i.e. control inflation, right? So that's going to start to allow, once the prices come back down, people will be able to start to afford things again, and they will be able to start spending back to normal. And, and you can start to get some kind of consistency, some kind of stabilization in the market. And that's going to allow for a little bit more demand to take place. So what's all this mean, right? All this means that if rates are increasing, uh, the, you know, people will stop spending as much right? Straightforward. Uh, but what it also does is it helps promote saving, right? Because if rates are increasing, you're going to start to see some of those interest rates on those savings accounts that you have start to get above the 0 0.25, 0 0.5 they've been sitting at for, for just over a year, maybe two years now. Uh, they were about 0 0.5, uh, 0 0.25, 0 0.75. I think they got up to at one point. Uh, but those interest rates are going to start to to shift to higher savings interest rates. It's going to help promote some savings, right? So it's all meant to encourage saving and not spending. And the important thing to to note here is if you'll watch the interest rates and when they start to increase, you will know that things are starting to happen and that the Fed is is truly wanting to encourage more saving, less spending. Okay. So the biggest thing right here that I want you to understand is that this is not going to affect everybody the same. And uh, I'm going to breeze through this because I really want to get to the, the this last part. Uh, if you're watching it live, you can see it on the screen, this chart. I'm going to go over it here momentarily. But I want you to know that this is not going to affect everybody the same. First and foremost, everyone is going to be affected in some way. And you will continue to be for as long as inflation is 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 out there and, and continuing to rise. But we're not going to all be affected the same. Certain people are going to be affected a little more. And specifically, those fall into really two categories, students and retirees. And that's because they are on a fixed income for the most part. Right. So think about it. Students and retirees, they're on fixed incomes like Social Security, retirement accounts, uh, other things like money saved for college, like in a five 
uh, 529 or other college savings fund. They're on some kind of fixed income. And when you're on that, that fixed income, what, what happens is, is you end up having to, to sort of offset or, uh, try to figure out how can you still make it through without your dollar going as far, but you don't have, like if you're, if you're a retiree and you only have X number of dollars in your retirement account, uh, you got social security, you've got to figure out how much can I withdraw out of this account before I'm withdrawing too fast that I just, you know, diminish my retirement account, um, and not have enough to get through my retirement years. Right. So you get this, they're, they're having to adjust their budget a lot more, uh, you know, for working individuals. I mean, let's be honest, if you start to struggle too much, you're, you're probably still healthy and, 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 um, robust enough that you could get back into the work field, pick you up a couple part-time gigs, you know, you and the spouse pick up some part-time gigs. Uh, but you can start to try to generate some extra income. If you think about someone that's a student that's in school all day, they may not have the hours to go and devote to more part-time. They're probably already working part-time, uh, but they now you're asking them to do more part-time. That's, that's going to be tough. Retirees, they may not be physically able. They might not have uh, some of the skills that people are looking for. I'm not saying this is applicable to all, but it's applicable to some. And so we have to understand that not everyone is going to be under the same umbrella of getting through the inflationary period the same. And so th there are going to be groups that are more affected than others. Uh, but more importantly, you've got to do what you can to take care of you and yours. So there are a couple things you can do. And that's the part that I want to jump in on. That's the part that I really want you to understand out of all this other stuff. This is the applicable stuff that you can use. So three things, three things that you can do, right? So with that, I, I labeled this episode three things you could do. So you have all this information on what's going on. I've went over it, spent the past uh, couple minutes going over everything that's going on. But the question lies in the fact of what can you do? So there's actually a lot you can do. Uh, while many others are going to continue life as normal, you are listening to this episode and you are going to have cheat codes. That's right. Like These are cheat codes to work through inflation and work through this inflationary period to come out in a better place. So if you'll follow these cheat codes and you'll put them in like to the T, you'll come out better than everyone else is continuing their life as normal. So the one thing I want to start off with is, is that simple fact is that many are not going to do anything. Many are not going to do anything when it comes to this inflation. They're going to continue life as normal. Many of your friends and family, you're going to look at their life and everything's going to look normal. Uh, you're going to see their Instagram stories. You're going to see their vacations. You're going to see their five-star dining. You're going to see all these things and they're spending money all during this inflationary period, right? And I want you to know that the extraordinary ones, the ones that like you and other people listening to this episode, right? Uh, you are going to live extraordinarily, right? You're going to do what it takes to get through this and not blow all your money on things that are highly, highly overvalued, overinflated, their price overinflated, they're over, you know, overvalued. Um, you're going to do things differently and that's going to pay off in the long run. So follow me through these three things that you can do to make this happen. So the first thing that you could do is stick to buying essential items only that are not inflated as much in the same category. So I want you to look at this chart and I want to first start off just looking at the food. So if you look at this food item, you can see 
that food year over year, so the last 12 months, is up 6.1%, right? So everything, all your food items are marked up 6.1% higher than they were last November, okay? So with that being said, what I'm saying when I tell you to not to stick to buying essential items that are not as inflated in the same category, you can see under food, we have meat, poultry, fish, eggs, dairy, uh, dairy-related products, fruits, veggies, yada, yada, yada. You can see that our meat, poultry, fish, and eggs are up 12.8% over November a year ago. Now, am I telling you to stop eating meat, poultry, eggs, and fish? No, I'm not. But actually, if you'll look deeper into that, you'll see that beef is up about 20% year over year. And chicken is actually only up about 6 So wrapped into that 12%, uh, you're actually looking at chicken uh, being only up about 6%. So if I had to choose between beef and chicken, and I'm really trying to beat this inflation, I'm going to choose chicken more often than beef, right? Because I'm buying something closer to its origin value that I possibly can, right? I'm not overpaying 20% higher in cost for beef that is you know, that I could get next year, more beef next year. I could really just love the beef next year, right? Eat more chicken. That's that's a Chick-fil-A thing, right? So, uh, or no, what do they say? Eat more beef? What do they say? Eat more chicken? What do they say? No, yes, yeah, the cow. The cow saying eat more chicken. That's what it is. So you can, you can afford more chicken right now. But that's a, that's a perfect example of just how buying one certain item in the same category, still food, uh, allows you to spend less in this inflated market, right? Same goes for, you know, your, your cereal, your bakery products, your fruit, your veggies. You can see all of your dairy, fruit, and vegetables are only up 1.6% for dairy and related products like cheese uh, to your fruits and veggies that are, that are only up 4%. It's actually your two lowest categories of food. So dairy and dairy-related products, fruit and veggies are not as inflated as a lot of your other food items. Uh, food away from home or takeout, in other words, is going to is up about five point eight percent. So you can see that uh, some of your items are just are just going to cost you more if you try if you don't really look at what's up higher in that category versus another. So be in tune to that. You can always look these up. This is a consumer price index table, and ultimately this will show you what's higher, what's going to cost you more, so forth and so on, uh, depending on what you're looking at. Now, the next thing that you can do, so number one was making sure that you're buying essential items that are not as inflated in the same category, okay? The next thing you can do is you've got to grow your investments instead of your savings, okay? I'm going to do an episode about this next week, but remember, we've got to grow those investments instead of the savings accounts. So saving rates are going to increase. That's going to happen. It's, it's sure to happen as interest rates are hiked up, right? But as we discussed earlier, as rates increase, those little interest rates on the savings accounts are going to go from 0.5 to 1.5 maybe, right? And that's going to be appealing. That's going to be appealing for you to start filling your savings accounts and start to start to save money that way. However, I want to tell you this. While that may be appealing, I want you to think about in a time like this, uh, people are going to begin 
to panic, right? They're going to begin to panic and they're going to start selling their investments. And this opens up a whole new opportunity to, to begin to, uh, invest into index funds, mutual funds, uh, and start to see some huge growth on your savings. Now, first off, uh, I want to say that I'm not a financial advisor and I'm not here giving you financial advice. And this does not eliminate you from seeking financial advisor or financial analyst advice to determine a, an exact situation. This is simply here for entertainment and educational purposes only. And please use it as that. Don't go out and, and start making irrational decisions without first seeking a financial advisor or a financial analyst. Okay. So, but what I'm telling you is this is I do want you to know that as people, markets are known to correct themselves. Like I said, tune into this episode next week and I go very in depth on how this happens and what you can do. But what I want to tell you is you're, you're not going to, you're going to start investing into these things, into these index funds, these mutual funds. You're not going to see this instant gratification that you may want. However, if you will start investing now, if you'll start putting your money into it, as the market does correct itself, as any kind of selling that happens and any kind of bearishness is is in, introduced to the market, uh, you will begin to get a great cost basis. You'll be able to have great entry points throughout without your with your mutual fund or index fund. Uh, and you'll as the market begins to rebound and start to move upwards, you will get to gain a huge growth in your uh, in, in money that you have invested into that. So. That's what I want to discuss is, is to really, the second thing is to really grow your investments instead of your savings. As long as you have your emergency fund in place. So uh, as, as we always say, you need that thousand dollar emergency rainy day fund. You need that set up after you're completely out of debt. We need to get you three to six months of expenses into a savings account. If you are there, let that sit there. Continue to put the rest of the money that you have extra into a brokerage account to work in an index fund or a mutual fund, right? And let those things grow. Continue to invest. Continue. No matter if the market's just crashing, continue to invest. Continue to invest. When that happens, it's, just, it's like dollar cost averaging. As you as you continue to invest, you will get more wins on the back end as that money as the market begins to to correct itself. So, uh, the final thing I want you to to, to really look at is we've got to cut down on spending. Uh, this is specifically around the things that you don't need. The idea here is that you've got to spend less. Your money's not your money's not worth as much. The things that you're buying are, are highly inflated in cost. So you you got to remember you're not getting as much for your dollar. Every dollar you spend, you're not getting as much for it. So how I want you to think about this is that you're essentially paying more for an item than it's worth. So in other words, that item you could have got for $5 last month, uh, is now going to cost you $7. And that's just a very broad example. While, you know, one item doesn't really mean everything. It's $2, right? $2 difference. But over time, if you do this enough, you will you will see that you have overpaid hundreds um, at the end of all this. So if you can wait for something to buy something, uh, it literally is going to pay you to wait, right? You're going to get it for a lower cost. Your dollar is going to be worth more. Uh, and, and that item will cost less once inflation and cost all sort of rotate around and get back to normal. Um, I did, I did pull this up and I wanted to, to show you, um, 
is is that looking at used vehicles, right? Used vehicles have had a huge boom in, in inflation. Used cars and trucks are up 31%. And what I want to show you is uh, pull up this calculator. And I want to say, let's say that the average vehicle costs $15,000, right? If we want to say that that is going to cost me 31% more, I want you to see you're going to pay more for a vehicle, used vehicle right now, you're going to pay $4,650 more than you could have paid in November of 2020 for that same vehicle, right? Uh, that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. This is, these are big dollars that are, that are people are going to get hit with. Um, so what I'm saying in all of that is that if you can wait to buy something and pay for something, please just wait to buy it and pay for it, right? Uh, there is, you know, the market's going to fix itself. It's going to correct itself. The things that got to happen, they're going to happen. Uh, but it always comes back to the fact that your, your budget might be a little tighter. You may not be able to get all those, those things that you wanted. You may not be able to get as much as you, as you wanted. You may not be able to get and eat as fancy of a meal as you thought you, or you used to could, or, or you may not be able to go on all the trips you want to go on. Um, but ensuring that you are continuing to invest into your retirement, invest in those brokerage accounts, pay down your debt, all that during this higher inflation period, cutting your spending will help continue to do that effectively. Okay. So we've got to cut spending, especially on things that, uh, that you don't really need. Really take a look around at the things that you don't use that you're paying for, i.e. subscriptions, uh, and, and really try to find out what exactly can you cut in the meantime? Okay. So you can see inflation is here and it will be affecting many people in the months to come. Uh, while you can't essentially make it go away, you can ensure that you're not overpaying for items because you're too impatient to wait. Right now. One thing I want you to know is that not every single item is going to get hit by inflation. Uh, I sort of alluded to this earlier, talking about groceries. Uh, some items are going to be more than others. However, uh, like airline tickets, actually. Airline, if you look at airline cost, um, airline fares are down 3.7% from November 2020, right? So not everything is going to get hit by inflation. Um, but you're, you're looking at more of the average, right? The average of all, all goods and items. Uh, that's where the 6.8% comes in at is it's the average of all items when you take into all accounts. So, uh, in some capacity, everything will notice some inflation prices for the simple fact that it's going to cost more to ship, deliver, and make, uh, certain items. Uh, but all I'm saying is be thoughtful during this time, be thoughtful about what you're buying, be critical in yourself. Of, Do I actually need this right now? Or can I wait? Because simply put, uh, you're you're going to pay more for it right now uh, for most items than you would if you just if you just waited. So I'm not telling you to like go completely without anything you want, uh, but I am surely saying to be mindful of what you're buying. Uh, and I'm definitely not saying to give up on the essentials you need in life. Just be be thoughtful about which type of those essentials that you're you're uh, pursuing. Uh, do know that inflation will eventually correct itself. Uh, this is where if you didn't overpay for things in the next couple of months, you may have a few extra hundred dollars in your account. And that's no lie. 
Uh, if you just didn't didn't overpay for these things, uh, you'll still be able to get them in the future with a couple hundred dollars in your accounts, right? So if you are ready to take control of your finances and ensure that you are on the right track for your financial goals, you may just need someone to sit down with you and go over your finances. Uh, the financial coach is exactly what that is, and I can be the financial coach that you need. So go to thefinancialmirror.org forward slash contact and fill out the form, and I will be in touch with you to schedule your free consultation. Finally, if you do want to give a little bit extra support for the stream, go to my merch page uh, at thefinancialmirror.org forward slash merch and pick up some awesome financial mirror gear. I do truly appreciate uh, everyone for tuning in today. And more importantly, don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, and share this episode. If you are listening to this on a podcast, please don't forget to subscribe and leave a five-star review and a written comment. Both of those truly go a long way. I hope that this gave you a lot of the information that you need to get you through this inflationary period because uh, I do know that it will correct itself. Just be patient. So till next week, continue improving the one thing you can control yourself. Peace. Well, that wraps up today's Financial Mirror. Join us next week as we continue to work on ourselves, change our mentality, and to commit to achieving the success we always envisioned. Regardless of your platform, help us grow as a community. Please like, subscribe, and share with the people in your lives.